Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. I'm your host, Chad Madden. This week, I wanted to share with you a recording from a recent webinar that I hosted. Remember, this was a training hosted with a live audience, so there are real-time questions and answers that I think you will find valuable. Without further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoyed this episode. In this first session, we're going to be talking uh, specifically about steps that you can take to double your profitability and uh, overcome low margins despite reimbursements and everything else, all the other craziness that's going on uh, economically in the environment right now. Uh, so both Carl and I are here right now. I, For those of you who don't know, my name is Chad Madden. I'm a physical therapist, private practice owner for 20 years, and also the co-founder here at Breakthrough. Carl is here. Carl is an uh, online marketer, has a huge background in uh, software, and is also uh, co-founder and CEO here at Breakthrough. So how to increase profits and grow without cutting cost. Many of the conversations we're having with owners, they're focused on cutting as as the way out and preserving uh, profit margin. And in this session, my goal for you is just to show you that there is another way. And so if we look at what's happening in the physical therapy market today, this first graph, this is national healthcare expenditure um, in the U.S. And it's from 1970, uh, before I was born, to uh, through 2021, the last full year that we have information. And and I'm just going to go a few years back. So in 2016, when the first time that we did a state of PT and we started talking about national healthcare expenditure and how anemic physical therapy was related to the whole pie, 2016, $3.3 trillion were spent in healthcare. 2021, the last full year that we have numbers, it's now 4.3 trillion. So we increased a trillion dollars. Quick math for me is that's about 35% growth in the last five years. Just by a show of hands or commenting in the chat section, how many of you have grown your practice by 35% in the last five years. Jill says no. Tina says yes. A simple no or yes will be great. Lots of yeses. Sandra says fat chance. Appreciate the humor. Got some no's, some 25%. Pretty good mix of no's and yeses. All right. So, the idea is, is that the market, right? The amount of money that we're spending in the U.S. has grown to 4.3 trillion. If you uh, heard me at an association event in the fall, the, if you do the math behind that, there were 331.9 million people. It comes out to $12,956 per person per year that we're spending in this country on healthcare. It is a giant number. How much of that do you think went to, I know the PT and OT combined, it's 34 billion, right? So pretty anemic. We're a very small sliver of this entire healthcare system. Yet dollar for dollar, I believe and know that we provide the best outcomes per dollar. Right. So that has happened along the lines, and we'll show you some specific graphs here. 
we've had decreased reimbursements. So the market has grown tremendously, but we're spending, uh, we're being reimbursed less money for the same amount of work today than we were back in 2016. Um, there's increased employment expenses and other costs that we'll take a look at here in a second. And in the end, what does that mean? Our profits are shrinking. A few years ago, we were at uh, 2018, 14.6% profit margin as an industry. Today, that's no longer the case. Bob Kowalik was just on uh, a podcast here recording that we did this week. And he was talking about, we've seen record numbers of, of practices that are less than 10% in terms of their profit margin. That is a huge red flag for all of us and should be a, a wake-up call that we have to dramatically change our, our structure or we're going to be in trouble. We're skating on thin ice. The other thing that's happening, a lot of owners are talking about this, is they're losing physical therapists that want to work in outpatient PT, but they're leaving for other settings because of they have treme tremendous uh, student loans. And it's tough to make those payments when they're earning, you know, sixty-five or seventy thousand dollars a year, and they have to go earn more money um, in a setting they don't necessarily want to work in. So, pretty rough stuff. Um, if we look at the Medicare conversion factor, and again, we've shared this in the past. This is not new. You can go online and and access it fairly easily. But over the last few years, since twenty sixteen, again, our reimbursement for the services that we're delivering are, are decreasing significantly by more than 10%. And we're in line for another one here in January of 2024. If you look at overall, like what has happened in the last 23 years with regards to inflation, and I understand there's a lot of different categories, 15 or so categories on the screen, but some of the biggest ones that affect us are at the top of the screen, college tuition and fees and college textbooks have gone up by more than 150%. So when I graduated another lifetime ago, back in 2000, the maximum that I was allowed to take out in terms of student loans was roughly $24,000 for my physical therapy degree. Today, we talk with students who are upwards, and I'll give you the full range, is $160,000 to $240,000 in, in student debt just for a DPT, right? So nearly, in some cases, more than 10x. Right. That tremendous cost of education, realize that that always filters down to pressure on us as the owner to fund the employment expense so that they can make that student loan payment, that 30-year mortgage payment. Uh, medical care services is on here, well over 100%. So cost of that has more than doubled. Um, what does that mean? Higher employment expenses for us to cover health insurance to cut for our employees. Um, food and beverage housing, you can see in there. Normal cost of living um, have gone up as well. That creates pressure on us as pra practice owners. And yeah, so a lot going on, specifically education and the rising cost of living have and healthcare have put tremendous pressure on us, upward pressure on our cost to deliver services that we're being reimbursed less for. So, you know, here are some of the, the biggest challenges that we hear when talking with you. Um, earning less revenue from each patient. So I'm doing more work for less money, right? That's a pretty common theme here in the last few years. Overall increase in expenses. It's more expensive for me to provide the same service today than it was a year ago, or two years ago, or five years ago. Understaffed. It's not only difficult to hire, but we're losing. It's difficult to retain employees, right? Because they're looking elsewhere. Real world problems. Um, underutilized space. So, you know, we 
we're leasing 3,000 square feet and it's tough to fill that space goes back to that staff and re- retention hiring issue that we talked about previously. And in the end, razor thin margins. Look, every single one of you, when you decided to go into practice, when when we make that decision, we're taking a risk, right? You, you could be working um, in another setting. You could be an employee within the hospital or healthcare systems. You could have taken the safe route, but you put your neck on the line and you took a risk. In the end, my guess is that you, you're thinking about some reward. Maybe it's leaving an impact in your area the way you want to leave it. Maybe there's some financial incentive for you. Maybe there's a time freedom incentive for you. And when it gets dicey, like we're in the position that we're in right now, we have to make some changes, right? Because the things that we've relied on in the past aren't really working. And we'll talk about those here in a second. So some specific things that we're hearing from owners, you know, we're a hardworking team. We're put, you know, yes, we took the risk. Yes, we're delivering a high quality of care. We want to make sure we don't shrink um, our margins to a point where we put the, the practice at risk. Again, that Mendoza line is about 10% in terms of a margin. If you're below that, you're in tremendous risk of closing your doors. The other term that came up that really struck home and resonated with me was ethical dilemma. We're in an ethical dilemma. We can see a higher volume, but that would compromise our quality of care, right? So this is a practice that's seeing a patient every 45 minutes or every hour. They don't want to change that, but you know we could keep doing what we're doing, but we'll be forced to close our doors and our patients would have to get treatment elsewhere. Both choices are bad. We're kind of damned if we do, damned if we don't. And then finally here, how do we compete with the hospital systems when they charge and get paid 300% uh, what we do, getting paid as an outpatient PT office? Can we have hope to negotiate better rates? I had heard about this in the past. Recently, I had a patient give me an EOB, explanation of benefits. They had gone to a local hospital system that will remain anonymous. Um, The charge for a four-unit visit was $1,200. And by the way, same exact CPT codes that we're using. So the, the delivery of four units, roughly an hour of treatment. And so the bill was $1,200. By the way, it doesn't matter. Like we could arbitrarily bill $25,000 for 15 minutes, but that doesn't change anything, right? Because we're subject to what was reimbursed. And this is where it was devastating, at least to me. Um, so same exact codes, manual therapy, neuromuscular re-ed, therapeutic exercise, therapeutic activity. For that visit, the hospital received $318. I know for us to provide that same care five miles apart, we get $102 max, depending on the payer, right? That is unreal to me. So instantly, just quick math, if I was getting $300 per visit, we would be at 60, 70% in terms of margin. Yes, we could afford to pay more. Yes, we could offer better benefits. Yes, we could do all those other things. Um, But guess what? I'm not a hospital in a healthcare system. So we have to figure out a better way. We have to be smarter and make better business decisions. So what most owners are doing, the the first one that I hear a lot is, you know, advocacy. Isn't there some way that we can band together, hear our voices heard, um, especially in the last three years, you know, yes, we should not abandon this. We should continue to do it. But so far, you know, with a tremendous effort that we've put in, I remember here recently with the Medicare cuts, we mailed over uh, 300 patient testimonials, wrote letters from all of our PTs. I know many of you have done the same thing. How's that working out for us? Well, the, the agencies that we're 
directing to, primarily CMS, right, we're still less valuable today, determined by them, than we were yesterday, right? That That's kind of devastating. So advocacy is a tough, um, tough hanger to, to hang our hat on. Cutting back on staff marketing and expansion. This to me, and only because I've done it, this death spiral um, is brutal for business long-term. Seeing more patients ourselves, talking with a lot of owners that, you know, going through the cuts and then they're hopping back in the clinic because there's really no other way that they can see out of the um, out of the situation. Taking a personal pay cut or even worse, having to subsidize the income in the practice personally, right? So hearing that as well, doing nothing, blaming external, right? There, there's a lot going on in the world that we, you and I can't really control from inflation to what the Fed is doing with interest rates and all these other things. We can blame that all we want, or we can take a look at what is going on factually and come up with better strategies. My goal, my personal goal for you here today is when you walk away, that you have strategies that you know exactly what to do and that you know where you can go for for help in order to, to implement those strategies. Giving up and selling for pennies on the dollar is another thing that I'm hearing as well. So how this typically plays out in most practices today, again, guilty as charged. Uh, I've done this. See a decrease in reimbursements. Um, and in the past for me, prior to the last five years, it's been uh, really um, poor billing practices, well, poor revenue cycle management, we'll call it. So money's not coming in. What do we do then? Uh, you know, likely. Somebody asked for a raise, we can't really meet, we can't renegotiate, or we can't, you know, we have to shrink the benefits that we're providing. Um, not a good situation environment to be in. So we're shrinking our staff. Um, the owner starts treating, right? So what I would do is, you know, if I was treating 25 hours a week before and we lose a, a therapist, the last one was uh, to the hospital system, then I have to jump back in and start treating more right? Well, now I'm treating more. I can't really work on the business. I drop that aspect. Now, you know, what do I do? I shut down marketing or I shut, I try to uh, shrink my business into profitability. I will say I almost never see it work. Like very rare will somebody pop out on the other end and I've never seen it in PT. I've seen it only in other businesses. So what happens there is long-term you know, I have to take a pay cut or I don't take distributions. You're in the, for those of you that are, you know, have gone through this process, this death spiral, that's usually what ends up happening, right? Or worse, you know, we're at the tail end of our private practice career and our, the practice becomes significantly less valuable than it was yesterday. So what do we do with all the problems? Um, I'm going to show you three ways right now, three things of what you can do, how you can think through increasing your margin, increasing your profitability without cutting cost. Number one is fill schedules. Um, what most owners will say is, you know, my expenses are too high. They'll take a look. And I, I think I still think as an industry, most of us are managing by checking account balance. Um, and, you know, when the checking account balance is low, you know, maybe there's a, a one week or two week delay on insurance payments coming in, something like that. Um, many owners will have the um, the knee jerk reaction to begin cutting costs immediately. There's a better way to think about it. 
and specifically outside of PT, when you're talking with business owners, accomplished business owners, they'll start viewing everything as an asset or a liability. Well, if I've hired a therapist and they, you know, for let's call it 40 hours a week, nice even numbers, one full-time equivalent, we've hired a clinician and their schedule is only at 50% capacity, right? And they're only seeing, let's say our normal capacity is 50 visits a week and they're only seeing 25 visits a week. Is that an asset or a liability? For most of us, that is a liability, right? We're paying more. We're having to fund that therapist, right? So we have expenses. We're losing money on the deal and um, it's a liability. However, for the business, from the perspective of, of the organization, if their schedule was full and they were seeing 45 or 50 visits a week, there's going to be more adequate margin here. And we'll talk about a specific example here in a second. But when you can move your liabilities, things that are costing you money over to an asset, and what an asset does is it creates margin and revenue, you're going to be better off. Most of us have underutilized assets that are on this call right now as owners. So here, I'm going to give you an example about how powerful this is. Practice A has two PTs. Our assumptions are that they're 80% full, right? Not horrible. Um, so if it's a 50 visit week, they're each, you know, each therapist is seeing 40 visits a week. They're averaging $90 a visit in terms of reimbursement. And yeah, so they're seeing 80 visits a week. Practice B, two PTs, they're 95% full. They have, they're getting the same $90 a visit, no change in reimbursement. And they're seeing $95, uh, or 95 visits a week on an annual basis. What is the difference in their margin? So. I'm going to give you the answer here pretty quick. The difference, is, so practice A, their margin is 13%, a, a little bit below what the national average was back in 2018, a little bit above what the national average is today. Still very thin ice, not super healthy, right? Not a safe practice long-term. Practice B is 29%, right? So nearly triple. Uh, more than double, almost triple the margin. Now, very small change, but here's how to think think about the repercussions of that small change. So practice A or practice B, you can go to the chat for this. You know, who can offer a more stable working environment to their employees long-term? Practice A or practice B, right? Practice B, easy. Who can better weather another reimbursement cut. We already have one coming for all of those of us who participate with Medicare. Who can better weather another cut? B, right? Easy game. Who is more likely to hire or expand to serve more people? Add additional space, open another location, right? B. B is in a better spot for that. They can leave a bigger impact in their area. They can grow and scale more easily. Who is in a better position to compete when a PT is walking out the door? B, right? Easily. Again, not a hard game. Which practice is more valuable? Easily B. Okay. So that's one very, and by the way, we're going to show you more here. So second thing you can do, that's point number one, is improve your payer mix. Most owners that we talk with, you know, there's really nothing that we can do. I know some of you, you know, provided a glimmer of hope within the chat um, we've had on, you know, Katie Britton comes to mind and the work that Carl Kleinpeter and the group did down in Louisiana in terms of uh, negotiating with government and advocacy did an awesome job there. 
yes, there are selective stories um, like that. There are some other specific things that you can do, and you're not completely powerless, regardless of how small you believe that your practice is, even if you're a solo practitioner. Um, that is fine. There's still things that you can do that are in your control. So the first thing, and you don't have to answer this other than write it down and know it for yourself, but what's your average reimbursement per visit? You should know that number immediately. Almost everybody in the industry does. Now, what can you do to control that better? Well, one, you could drop your lowest payer. A lot of conversation around this. We have a specific uh, session here later today where we're going to be talking about this. We put other stuff out in the community for you. Um, as well, where you can learn how to do that. I had Ben Wapker on the podcast, uh, what he did in Washington and also uh, Lake Washington PT off the top of my head. I hope I got the name of that practice right. And then Sean Weatherston in Idaho did the same exact thing with a similar payer, right? How to drop your lowest payer. How do I think through this? How do I do it? How do I know how it's going to affect me and problem solve the logistics there? Next thing is, can I renegotiate? We have a specific session here this afternoon for you uh, with Tony Sear, and he's going to walk you through. You're going to love this session. We did it at a live event here a few months ago. We're going to do it again here for you. You're going to love that. So, you know, as a small practice, is there any way that we can negotiate or is it only the large hospital and healthcare systems that do millions of dollars a year in revenue? They're the only ones that have the power to negotiate. We're going to talk about that. And then finally, we're going to have sessions here today where you can think through how to attract more of your higher payers. So, for example, I know our uh, best payer in our area is Highmark, right? Is there a way that we can logically think through how to attract more Highmark patients? Well, there is. We'll be talking about that and sharing that with you here today as well. The big point there is you can control your payer mix in the end. Big point number three. Step number three that you can do is you can increase the lifetime patient value within your practice. So (laughs) I don't know if you've ever had a capped payer or, you know, had an insurance company that gave you like four visits or six visits, something like that. And, uh, you know, created, showed you numbers about, hey, by the way, here's our national average. And every time that you see somebody with back pain, you should be getting them better in four visits. And it's agnostic to, you know, whether they have comorbidities or, you know, if they're a diabetic or a smoker or obese or anything like that. And some insurance company is going to tell you, typically out of state um, or a third party review company, they're going to say, well, you should get this person better in four visits. There was that was a huge trend in in private practice not that long ago. And, you know, the unfortunate thing that happened with that is I talked with a lot of therapists who said, you know, took pride in, I get somebody better in two visits. And, you know, if I did my job, they're they're never going to have to come back again. That is not real. That is not reflective of life. And that's a focus on typically pain. So you help somebody get out of pain, but you usually didn't help them restore normal range of motion, normal strength, um, really didn't help them return to function. In, in those situations. And, you know, if we take a look at that, that's really what our goal is, um, what our purpose is as a PT. And yeah, two visits sounds fun, but that, you know, one therapist day isn't better because they get pe- people better in two visits or 7.4 visits or whatever it is, right? Um, typically, what I've seen is a therapist with the lower visit average has a higher drop-off rate. So they're, they're churning a lot of patients that are just dropping off the plan of care, but it's just what I see. So, 
you know, options are less drop off, better patient retention there. That's something that we can do. We can take a look at and just be very objective with it. We call it graduation rate. We can focus on more reactivations. So yeah, great. You saw somebody, you know, who came in with uh, BPPV, we average less than three visits um, per, you know, vestibular patient coming through. That's amazing. However, we know that, you know, they might need help again in the future for their shoulder or their knee or their back pain or a balance and dizziness issue that isn't related to their BPPV. Maybe they have a VOR deficit that comes up or something like that. So more reactivations, right? As an industry, we, we do a pretty poor job there. Um, although it's in, in, there's an increasing level of awareness there, we're going to talk about that and have sessions on that today. And then finally, you could add a cash pay service. So what most businesses... What most businesses do, what many do, is that once somebody is in the door and that you've developed that relationship, they know, like, and trust you, it's easy to find ways that you can serve them better and help them overcome the problems, the challenges that they're having that might not be exactly related to their BPPV or something like that. So we have a panel and a session set up for you on that today, and there are lots of options out there, and we're going to talk about the, the main pitfalls and how you can think about rolling out a cash pay service, even if you're hundred percent participating with insurances now. So do you think this would work for you? You know, one would it help you realize if you implemented those three steps, can you see how it would help you realize the full potential of your assets? So we are here May 25th, right? If we went back to April and you did nothing in April other than had a better payer mix, had more reactivations, added a cash pay service, how would that have changed your practice? How would it have changed your margins? You know, if you did have space on your schedules back then and you just simply filled up your schedules, what would that do for your margin? What would it do for your financial situation? Taking control of your payer mix, would that give you confidence moving forward to go out and help more people, you know, to buy more market share, to invest in space, to build a, a, a better practice of value? Would it give you confidence and hiring that next clinician that comes through the door. And you know, also increasing your, your lifetime customer value, your lifetime patient value, what would that do for, for your practice? Let me ask you a question. So do you feel like you're drinking out of a fire hose or at least a, a powerful garden hose at this point? A lot going on. How are we well, doing? I, Give me a pulse in the, Jay Park says all good. Yeah, I think, I think the, um... I think the big question here or, or that I think about or I hear from a lot of owners after going through this is like, yeah, I understand I need to do all those things or those things would be a good thing to do, but it can be overwhelming in the day to day to try to maybe, you know, tackle it right without support or really time. I mean, it's mostly time. Um, yeah. Um, does that resonate with you guys? Like, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, we, we, we get this, this, this seems like the right stuff to do. Um, focus on the things you can control that Chad shared, but, but it, you know, either time or, or knowledge is in the, in, in the way. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So we're, I, I would say nearly hundred percent of us are time starved as, as practice owners. So we, what we did is we looked at everything that we've ever done within breakthrough. We put together a, a program specifically to help you implement and um, overcome this, all the steps that we're talking about here. 
All right. So we have a program called Profitability Under Pressure. And what we did is we took a look at what were the biggest problems owners were facing. And uh, originally, this is designed for only breakthrough customers. But we're, we're going to share that here, exactly what we're doing here with you. Um, so the first thing that we're doing is a 13-week masterclass. And this is, you know, in the in the tradition of all the other breakthrough courses that we've done on marketing or hiring or finances, um, it, it's going to be delivered the same way. But in the end, you'll be able to create a custom plan that will help you improve the profitability of your practice, right? Again, we're all different. We all have different pathways. Some of us are cash pay. I saw Todd had posted in there um, as well. But And we're going to talk about a, a, a tool. I'll be showing that tool here later today and exactly how you can implement it into your practice to create a custom plan for your practice. In the end, you're going to know how to drop your lowest payer, uh, how to evaluate that and the exact steps to take, and also how you can renegotiate insurance contracts. You're going to learn how to implement a, a cash service to improve your, your profitability, how to systematically attract better paying patients, which also is something that you can do, how to maximize utilization of your space and personnel. We have, so yeah, personally, th this is the same exact formula we use for our seven clinic locations, just going through exactly the same thing. And you're going to learn how to apply those formulas for your practice. And again, we deliver this in the same way that we typically um, deliver our services with online video, step-by-step -step instruction. The biggest thing is online implementation. So yes, you can learn it. But then we have specific classes that you can hop in and learn with other owners exactly how to implement this. And real quick, uh, just to add, it, it's going to start with a profitability assessment in the first few weeks. It'll move into after that. Um, you'll be able to go through the modules in a way that like resonates with your practice or what works with you the most. So you'll be working one on one with somebody. Um, focusing on each of these things, uh, being able to drop your lowest payer, um, focus on, um, uh, you know, renegotiating insurance contracts. We've, we've kind of dug deep to, to find people who've been able to do this and, and, and we're going to share what they've done and the best practices we found. Um, and with, with cash service, you know, I know it's, it's one that's a, a tough one that a lot of people think about and, they, they think about staff resistance. Sometimes they think about, well, I put this in place or they tried something that didn't really impact things as much as they'd like. With that, we have a lot of uh, other resources and some so a lot of things we've tested. And we're going to talk about that later today, but it's really, uh, really solid. Um, but yeah, that's how we're going to be doing it. It'll be going through step by step, week by week. Um, and it should be really valuable for everybody who's trying to solve this problem. So... Uh, if you've ever heard Sean's story, um, he shared it multiple times, Sean Weatherston. But, you know, at one point they were considering, you know, would we have to close the clinic? Um, should we lay stuff off or lay staff off? You know, how do we think through this? And then in the end, you can read here exactly what Sean said. But, you know, uh, we've worked directly with Sean for a few years now. Um, they've more than doubled their visit. He set a big goal to double their practice. They've been able to do that and uh, continue to grow.
Tony's here again. You're going to be hearing from Tony in a, a minute or, or two. When we first started working with Tony back in 2016, their revenue was 946K. They more than doubled uh, their practice within two years and then have now uh, tripled the size of their practice. I believe they just opened uh, their second location. Um, yeah, more than 300% revenue growth in six years. And you'll be hearing from Tony again. Jen Ratner uh, grew her practice more than 6,000 visits in a single year. And the thing that I will tell you that all of these owners have in common is they, they didn't always have all the answers, but they're amazing students. They work hard um, and they they implement with their, their teams. So um, yeah, all have worked with Breakthrough, all have grown their practice in spite of the economic environment and all the other stuff that we faced uh, within the last three years. So who the course is for, private practice owner, I'm assuming that you are, we'll make sure, uh, feeling the pressure of shrinking margins, um, doing well, but you want to stay ahead of the trend, right? And that you can commit to study at least one hour a week, that we're looking for owners that are are engaged and are, um, are going to implement and grow, just like Jennifer and Sean and Tony, and that you have a growth mindset and you're going to be engaged. Who it's not for, if you're a hospital-owned practice or a physician-owned practice, uh, this is for private practice owners only. Um, startup practices, uh, probably an asterisk here. You have to be highly ambitious <laughs> and, uh, that you're going to implement. Uh, I would say no, though. I mean, I think with this one, it's not quite the right program. We do have other things for startups, but this, this isn't the right one. So if you're brand new and you've opened in the last three months, it's probably not the best choice. Fair enough. Or a side hustle where you're working somewhere else full time and you're thinking about where you have your toe in the water with your practice, not for you. Um, victim, you know, if or if you take great pride in blaming all of the external forces, and you can admit that you don't really have a growth mindset. Nothing wrong with that, but the, the program's not for you. If you can't really commit to change or you don't have a history of doing that, uh, not for you. And the other thing that we all have to face as business owners is, you know, am I worth investing in? So if you're thinking about that and your answer is no, and you're your knee-jerk reaction, your your reflexes that you're not worth investing in. Again, nothing wrong with that. You should overcome that first, but this program is not for you. So in addition to the course, the 13-week masterclass, you're going to get Breakthrough Pro. This is the same exact software that we use in our practice for marketing, to create demand for our services, uh, to stay in communication, not only with our past patient list, but also um, do our cold traffic marketing as well. Yeah, there are pre-built campaigns in here that we'll show you later. Um, I'll, uh, I'll speak to these three. Yeah, just the, the, there's some stuff that we've built. And the reason that we've included this in this program, given that we're trying to increase revenue per visit, that's what it's all about. So um, we've, we've got a lot of pre-built campaigns that help to drive cash pay programs. Um, we've worked hard on that over the last few months. Um, we've also uh, had some cool things that we've done with the ability to segment and target um, the best payers um, through reactivation campaigns. 
And I mean, creating control and consistency is is what this is all about. Um, we won't go into more detail on what this looks like today because um, it'd be just too much to cover. But overall, the idea is to take all the systems you would need for marketing and roll it kind of into one um, where, you know, you can create a lot of consistency and it, it, it eliminates a lot of the questions and time that you would have about getting something in place. Um, everything just works. Um, yeah. So you might be thinking, you know, how can I hire? So for most of us, when we solve one problem, it opens up other problems within the business. So if you're solving the, you know, our schedules are already full or we have a waiting list and I really need to hire, which is the first problem, or, you know, how can I handle my team is asking for a raise for those that apply uh, today and are into the program. This is a, a additional bonus that we're going to do. Um, we pulled together some trainings that we've done in the past, and this is how to hire and incentivize your staff. It's probably the most requested thing that we get at every single live event is, you know, how the sharing of the system that we use to incentivize our now, I think we have 104 team members here within my practice, and how can I implement that into my practice? So we're going to be sharing that, grow your practice and profits faster by hiring the right team, show you how to do that, learn our uh, LinkedIn recruiter strategy, which I've demonstrated that in a few places, but we're going to have that in the course. And then also as part of the bonus, you're going to we're going to go through the incentive plan and how you can apply that, implement that to your practice. Long story short, I've been in practice for a long time, uh, 20 plus years. We, in the, I think uh, a few years ago, we did some math around the amount of investment that we've, that I've gone through just in terms of picking up the skill set and knowledge to put the information together. And it's well over $100,000. I have a lot of losses um, in terms of, uh, you know, going through courses. Some of it's been great, some of it not so great. In the end, you're going to get a huge shortcut and learn the exact systems, the exact processes that not only I use, but now hundreds of other owners are using as well. All of the other breakthrough members, um, and you don't you you're not going to have to go through and reinvent the wheel. Discover this for yourself. So, just to recap, you're going to get profitability under profitability under pressure, the 13 week masterclass. You're going to get the Breakthrough Pro software, which is the same system that we use in our practice to generate demand for our services. And then also, as a bonus, when you apply today and get into the course, you're going to get how to hire and incentivize. Uh, you're going to get that as a bonus. What would this mean for your practice? You know, the... Um, ooh, do I want to go there? All right. so. In the end, you know, think about what, and I, I, I've been there. So I know what it's like to lose money in practice, to have uh, no margin or a negative margin, to hop back into the clinic, to be forced to, you know, not take pay for months, quarters, or even years at a time. Um, but think about what just improving the profitability of your practice. And let's say you're at 10% now, you're right on the line. And you did nothing more than got to 15%, right? Very small, incremental, believable bump. So take whatever your revenue is, 5% of that. What is that number? What is that worth to you and your practice? What would that do for you 
more importantly, what would it do for your team? What would it do for the people in your community that are facing decisions around getting, you know, on unnecessary medications, injections, surgery? Think through that. What would it mean for your community? What would it mean for your team? What would it mean for the value of your practice? And then think through anytime we're making a decision, what would this mean for your family? You know, if you have a family, if you're a husband, wife, you have a significant other, you have children or maybe parents uh, that you're taking care of, you know, what would it mean for them in terms of the profitability of your practice, the viability of your practice? And then finally, what, what would this mean for you? Again, I'm very aware most of us are time starved. Most of us don't have enough time to uh, sleep well or to eat right. And, you know, we're healthcare practitioners that don't have time to take care of ourselves. And that's that's not a good scenario. Um, so, you know, what would this mean for your your company? What would this mean for your family or the important relationships that you have in your life? And then finally, you know, what would this mean? What would this mean for you? First piece that we ever wrote for Breakthrough was the frog in the boiling pot. And uh, we had talked about this years ago relative to marketing. And at that time, we had talked about decreased physician referrals, right? Everybody knows this now, but back in 2014, the research hadn't been published yet of the dramatic decrease in physician referrals to PT and how physicians were really referring not to physical therapy anymore, but to other specialists, primarily because of this giant move nationally within the healthcare system. Now all that is known. It's been published. We've shared that repeatedly back in 2018. We're kind of in the same spot though, right? So a lot of us will typically, and the story with the frog in the boiling pot is, you know, if you gradually turn up the temperature and a frog is on in a pot of water, eventually the 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 temperature will get hot enough that it will kill the frog and the frog will have never moved. Um, we're in that same exact position as practice owners right now. We're, we're feeling the heat. We're feeling the pressure. We're either going to do, do something or we're going to close our doors. I've had friends within the last year that have closed the doors to their practices forever, right? Just said, I can't do this anymore. I'll go work for somebody else. Um, or uh, I'll just close and take an an early retirement and I can't really afford that early retirement. So just saw a friend here recently, they just, they're completely out of PT altogether. Uh, pretty tough conversation to have to, to see. So in the end, in order to survive, we're going to have to make a move. We're going to have to do something. We're going to have to commit to action and actually follow through on that action. Otherwise we're going to lose a lot of fellow practice owners. So yeah, really the other thing that many of us you know, have felt over the years is that we're all alone. We're the only person going through this. There's hundreds of owners on here right now. Hundreds of owners have already gone through this and implemented it and seen changes. You can do it. Again, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. So a lot of value here. This is the most, this in the end is the most extensive course that we've ever revealed before that we've ever put out before. Um, Plus you're getting the software plus the, the bonus there's another thing that uh, you're, you'll be part of the first group to go through this. So every time that we do, that we, we go through the first rendition of a course, 
you get the most attention, right? So we're going to be solving through with you as you're going through the course, as you're implementing, making sure that, that you implement it for future owners that are going through. So that's why we have the bonus in there as well. So there's an application for this. We want to make sure that you're a practice owner. Uh, there's no downside to this. You've got nothing to lose. This will take about five minutes to go through. I'll show you the actual application form uh, Let me, to, uh... to do this, but it is by application only. Again, our original intention, we announced this at a recent breakthrough event. Um, this was only going to be for those owners that are in our Breakthrough Pro or Breakthrough Premium. And what we've decided to do is open up 10 additional spots for owners who are not part of Breakthrough as of today. So we're going to do this by application. We want to make sure you're a practice owner. We want to make sure you're a great fit. So here's how it works. You're going to fill out the short application now. Um, you're going to schedule a profitability assessment call. Um, with one of our specialists on this call, we will speak to you personally about your unique situation and how you can apply these ideas to your practice today. And if you want us to help you, and if we think you're a good fit uh, for the program, and we'll invite you to enroll in the upcoming cohort. Again, we're limiting this to 10. We uh, already announced this to our current owners. We had 20 people in sign up for the course right away. So 10 spots left that we reserve for you. And if you choose to enroll, we'll help you implement these concepts into your practice. Again, I will be available. Our team will be available. Other owners will be available to help you implement this into your practice. If not, you can still listen to the podcast and come to the summits and everything else that we do. Um, and we only want to work with owners that we know that we can help. All right. Profitability under pressure. Um, so again, it's for practice owners. You're feeling the pressure of margins. You're doing well. You want to stay ahead of the trend. You know, maybe you don't have, maybe you're not less than 10% in terms of your margin, but you've seen it go from 20 to 18 to 13 and you don't like the trend and you want to reverse that. You can commit to taking action, studying one hour a week, and you have a growth mindset and you're going to be engaged. If you're watching this video right now, I'm going to guess that you're a practice owner who's battling against declining reimbursements, upward pressure on cost, increased cost of operating your practice day to day, and also shrinking profit margins. So to answer that, here at Breakthrough, we just launched a new program called Profit Under Pressure. Here's the deal. You have to apply to get in. We want to make sure that you're a practice owner. We don't work with uh, hops practices, pops practices, uh, that type of PT. We only work with private practices, so you do have to apply. I know as of this recording, I believe this class is currently already fully occupied. Um, so when you apply, we'll make sure that you get into the next possible class if you are a fit and if this program is right for you. Just scroll down below. You can fill out the application in less than five minutes and somebody from our team will schedule a call with you, walk through, make sure that you're a good fit for the program and this is the right solution for you. Remember to visit GetBreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.